Welcome to Story Talks, where we discuss the practices that engage, motivate, develop, retain, and attract people to businesses. We'll give you principles and tools based on real-world stories to leverage listening and storytelling to become a better leader and management professional. Story Talks is produced by Narrative, a company that focuses on personal storytelling for business. Welcome to Leadership Story Talks. In this podcast, myself, Jerome DeRoy, and Julian Ryan discuss ways in which we can create more engagement in our lives, especially at work. There are more people who identify as disengaged at work than there are who say that they feel engaged. Uh, we come from Narrative, which is a company that focuses on engaging businesses and their audiences through the power of listening and storytelling, employing a seven-step method to do so. And in our podcast, we explore all of the ways in which companies can be supported in engaging their employees, their customers, and their stakeholders. And today we're going to have a, a special episode, a short one, because it's just me and Jules, and um, we don't have a guest today, but we wanted to mark the occasion because it's been exactly a year since our very first episode. And so <laughs> congratulations, Jules. Let's uh, give ourselves yeah. a <laughs> with coffee <laughs> it's a joke here okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah congratulations to us for for having done this for a year and and thanks to our listeners for uh sticking with us and listening to us our, our uh, listenership has grown over the over this last year and uh we wanted to uh to really just kind of go back in time and uh and look at what were we talking about a year ago and how have things oh. changed um, so when I when I looked up Jules, I, I saw that uh, our very first one was about um, transfer uh, knowledge transfer in a remote workplace because at the time in October 2021, mm. you know we were we were definitely I remember very well that some of our clients were saying we're considering going back to work now officially and asking people to come back to work you know, what's your, what's your advice uh, on, on what to do? And so we have mm. things to say, you and I, about that. And, and then of course, I think after that was the, you know, after that was the, uh, was the Omicron uh, wave, which sort of, uh, again, I mean, th those same clients I remember were like, well, what do we do now? You know, so, so clearly that's when I think there was a realization that things were, were here to stay in terms of mm -hmm. remote work, hybrid work, uh, you know, and what's the what's the right thing to do, and and what are the benefits and downsides of being remote or or being hybrid or being completely in person? It's true. It's amazing. It's uh, seems like a blur since we started to talk about that a few years. A yeah, few months ago. it felt like there's a slip a few years ago. That's what it's felt like. So. That's right. Yeah, I know a year feels like feels like <laughs> five. Uh, but but uh, but you know, and it's interesting because now. There's a new, you know, different crises happening around the world. Nothing's mm. really, uh, it's not like things have quieted down. Uh, but speaking of quieting, th there is now this, this uh, fairly new concept of uh. quiet quitting. And I was just reading yesterday that there's now the concept of quiet firing, so, <laughs> which, uh, which I can explain a little bit, which is that apparently... Um, and this is this was a trending article on, on LinkedIn with with lots of people reading. So clearly, it's a thing um, where where uh, you know managers instead of outright um, calling out someone on their 
bad performance or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever reason they may have to, to lay off someone, they'll just criticize the person so much and just be outright mean to them <laughs> that uh, the person themselves will resign without the person, the manager having to have the tough conversation about mm -hmm. you know what's going on in this relationship and you know so so that's that's apparently now quiet firing and it's happening although if i if i go back to my own days you know in the corporate world uh i it seems to me like there were a lot of managers who were who were acting that <laughs> who were practicing that <laughs> yeah and i'm not sure it was about avoiding a, a tough conversation i just think that they just had no clue um mm -hmm. but uh, but yeah so you know new concepts are coming up you know it, it seems almost on a daily basis well, it's not new concepts. I think some of those behaviors always existed, but then we embraced them with taglines. So I, I, we were talking before we got on this podcast, there's way too many cues. And I can say that as a Queens girl right now, it's the buzzword. So um, I think we should be advocating for quiet listening a lot mm. more and maybe practicing that. So maybe our time is now, Jerome, to, uh, to champion that phrase all over the place. But going back to your point about the quiet firing, I think those behaviors existed. I think they're just, we're looking at things with a little bit different lenses now. And, um, and that's something we should talk about, like the ability to give feedback, the ability to give direct and clear feedback earlier on the process or to do thoughtful hirings are important and not to take, um, forgive me, but a lazy way to deal with a situation or deal with something that maybe is not working. Uh, and there's always a core reason why. And as somebody who did a lot of employee relations, um, there's two sides to every story about when you're engaging and hiring people. So I think it takes time. It can be energizing or de-energizing depending on how you approach it but I think you benefit everybody when you do a very constructive process um, your staff is watching and if you're talking about engagement they're watching how you're treating that person I don't care um, what the personalities are like they're watching and they're saying there goes me if things don't go right mm. thoughts I love that, you know, and, and I wonder actually if your um, idea of quiet listening isn't isn't also a good <laughs> a good kind of advice, right? For that for for managers mm -hmm. and leaders everywhere that are uh, considering these decisions or or having a tough time making these decisions or are noticing. I mean, it takes some self awareness, but you know those behaviors that you're talking about that have always been there. Uh, I, I wonder if maybe you know the first step in in noticing what your behaviors are is first about listening to yourself and how do you, mm -hmm. you know, what, what are those behaviors that you might have that you're not aware of that are impacting everyone else? Um, and maybe it's also uh, eliciting feedback from others in terms of, Hey, what, what do you think of me as a, as a manager, as a listener? And I'm, I'm just going to mm -hmm. sit back and listen to you tell me about that as opposed to me being the one who's initiating um, you know, my thoughts and reflections first, because, mm -hmm. you know, that might, that might sort of uh, uh, cue the person for, for, for talking a, a certain way or, or reflecting in a mm -hmm. certain way. If you're the first one to say what your reflections are, it's, it's kind of like, oh, well, okay. you have permission to talk about this, but not about that. <laughs> you know? um, so, so yeah. So I wonder if maybe that's where, you know, this idea of listening can also come in for, for managers and leaders just to become a little bit more aware of their behaviors and actions and words. And 
Um, I'm going to probably uh, annoy a few people out there that are working really hard to do some amazing apps. And I'm not anti-app to engage in people, connect it, et cetera. But there's a yin and a yang to it. I think when it's a tougher conversation, giving a positive compliment, like way to go, great article, great something is fine. But when you get to more of the meatier issues, I'm still a proponent of life. And I think that we still have to exercise those muscles about being uncomfortable giving mm. feedback, being clear, and we can't app our way through everything. So anybody wanted to reach out to us and talk about collaborating with apps, I'm good, but it should still be a live conversation. And this is also an opportunity why coming back into an office situation when it makes sense to do those interactions in person and sitting together uh, will at least give you opportunities to look at nuances and, and have small and larger moments with that person and really uh, spend some time. And mm. I think it's, you're, you're spending time to um, save yourself time in, in the long run. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, this reminds me of, of our episode on psychological safety with, with mm -hmm. Sona Sharat, uh, where she was mm -hmm. saying, you know, that leaders uh, need to learn how to, how to ask questions because a lot of times we're asking mm -hmm. lazy questions, quote unquote. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's kind of, full circle to what you were saying earlier, but, you know, really thinking about what are, what are those questions that sort of open someone up and uh, the questions that, that, uh, that will bring about some kind of new thinking, you know, uh, mm -hmm. new information. So I, so I would encourage our, our listeners to go back to that episode as well for some uh, practical, you know, recommendations on what those questions could look like. And we need to develop context, you know, when we're listening to somebody and, and really digging down because they, you know, your staffs may assume they know the direction or how to do certain things and they don't. So I think more, more investment in time and conversations is, is, is a positive thing, especially when things are a little bit uneven and uh, seeking out guidance, you know, don't mm -hmm. let it bubble up and, and, and exist in your own little bubble before it gets um, too long in the process. You know, listen to your gut, reach out to somebody like us or reach out to somebody in your HR department that's good, a real thoughtful business leader and a collaborator and, and, and figure things out because it, it just takes the energy out of the whole environment. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm very emotional about this. I spend way too much time with lawyers. You know, it's like some of it could have been really fixed at a much more cost-effective solution. Um, so it will boil down to listening. Yeah, yeah. And, and I really believe that, you know, everything that you're saying, you know, goes right back to how we, we started this, you know, with, yeah. with all of these issues that, um, that impact the workplace. You know, a year ago, we were talking about people, are people going to come back to work or not? And what are all the implications of people staying home? or people being hybrid or, you know, on-site, remote, mm -hmm. et cetera. And, and um, you know, how many people are going to be, at the time it was the great resignation, right? Mm -hmm. um, and now today we're talking about quiet quitting, quiet firing, mm -hmm. all of these things that are completely linked with one another and are not really new concepts, as you, as you said earlier, because they're mm -hmm. all linked to human behaviors that have always been there. And mm -hmm. so it really, everything we're talking about now, this idea of you know, giving thoughtful feedback and receiving thoughtful feedback, mm -hmm. quiet listening. We're going to, we're going to hashtag that one, hashtag quiet listening. <laughs> and we're going to start. No <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but, you know, all of these, these ideas that we're, that we're giving out, I think 
it, it really, that's what's at stake here. It's not just about having a better conversation with someone for the sake of, you know, building a relationship that's going to be warmer at work, mm-hmm. but that you could potentially do without. No, this is, to me, this is really a must have um, because that's what you're going to see happen. You're going to see the quiet quitting. You're going to see the quiet firing. You're going to see the outright firing and the outright resigning. And so, um, you know, just wanted to emphasize the importance of what we're talking about here, because that's what we're seeing certainly with our clients and that's their preoccupations or, you know, how do we deal with this, this brand new world and these, you know, potential, I was just reading this morning that now there might be a, you know, we're now sort of bracing ourselves in the fight against inflation for mm-hmm. uh, a slowdown in in uh, in the job market. And so even though it's not there yet, but clearly some companies are, are getting themselves ready for that. And so, you know, we're going to be talking about a whole different thing. Um, but still, the, these ideas are, are still valid yeah. because that's, that's what's been true uh, since the beginning of time when, you know, the first company arised, <laughs> arose. So, uh, so yeah, so that's my moment. That's my soapbox moment. <laughs> yeah. And when we talk about building relation and productive, it's, it's not so the end game is all your other conversations are all fluffy and warm. It's so you can have a practical conversation, build some mm-hmm. trust. And I know that existed in offices where people would tell you bad news much more readily or what wasn't working because they knew that information would be received respectfully. And, you know, you could be proactive on things, not just hiding things. Mm -hmm. And um, I make jokes about lawyers all the time, not offense about lawyers, but a lot of small things can be fixed without having to do a lot of negative things sometimes, because you have to drill down into the nuances of what's really happening and behind the scenes. So I do think finding those constructive ways to get used to having a face-to-face conversation or a live conversation that you have some patience around and not taking a lazy way to solve things is big. And then you built, um, you built in a point about um, downsizing or restructuring Mm -hmm. and you can track all the big downsizings when recessions hit in the last 20 or 30 years. And then you watch the behaviors that happen afterwards when people went to say, oh, it's time to rehire people. Oh, it's time to rehire those people's kids. And then you see some of the habits of why people will be happy to just quit and walk out the door without giving you know respectful notice, et cetera, because they watched how their families were impacted. So how we do it now is gonna impact what's gonna happen five years from now. So mm. just, it's just seasoned uh, opinion there. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, that's, I think that's a great uh, note to end on. Um, oh, no, let's not end on a negative note. Getting rid of people. Let's give them something to hope for. This is the whole, why we do this work. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, you're right. You're right. I woke up business. in a gloomy mood, I guess. <laughs> I shouldn't have read the newspaper this morning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But well, no, what, what, what I want to say though is, um, you know, because I, I, I just love that message of drill down, don't be lazy, <laughs> invest the time, you know, uh, and because it doesn't actually cost anything. I don't even have to mm. say invest any money in it. You know, it's investing time um, and and it's time for yourself. It's time for your company. It's time for your team. Uh, it, it's going to pay dividends, you know, um, when, when you do that and and you will see some real results in those relationships, exactly as, as you said. 
And what about planning the conversation too? That's another big thing. Like people think they're just going to walk in and something's going to come out of their mouth and it's going to make sense. Usually not. Because if you have emotional cues, it's going to probably trip you up. So sitting with somebody, planning it, being thoughtful and playing in different dimensions. So how is this going to be received? What's going to be about? So the more you've got hot buttons, the more you should be practicing before you open your mouth and then mm-hmm. thinking a little bit. So probably finding someone you you trust to, to do that work with. Uh, yeah, and, it's, and, um, it's helpful. We all and, need it when, yeah. when things get sticky. And if you're if you're having any issues uh, finding anyone, we're here. We're we're yes. happy to we're happy to quietly listen first, <laughs> yes, and then uh, yes. and then respond with some really practical actions. And a lot um, of opinions. <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've come back full circle. Um, anything else that that uh, we wanna we wanna cover in in our in our episode today? Mm. I think the quiet listening and feedback is the one yeah. thing I, I said, lead with that. When you boil down everything we do every day, this is the thing. That's what we, what gets us further along in our relationships at work and um, in a better place too. Great. Wonderful. Well, um, as we, as we said, you know, if, uh, if you uh, out there, our listeners have any uh, issues that you want to discuss with us and, you know, want to find out if, if we have any uh, recommendations or advice or support, please, please, please visit our website, narrative.com and A-R-A-T-I-V.com for information. And you'll also find lots of resources on how you can find, craft, and present the stories that are, enga- that are going to engage yourself and, and your audiences like really nothing else has before. So we're always ready to listen to you. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for being a listener for a year now. We're excited yeah. to do this for at least another year. <laughs> and, uh, and thanks, Jules, for, for being my, my co-host uh, always. through this and, and your wonderful conversations. I always feel like I'm learning something new and something new happens in the space between us. So uh, it's really a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. All All right, right. be your best. Do some transformative work and uh, include us in the process. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. For more information on the narrative listening and storytelling method and how it can help your business, go to narrative.com.